hello, hello. Hi. We are Unorthodox People. My name is Paige, and I'm joined by my wife, Amber, on this lovely, rainy Saturday in sunny South Austin. We are Unorthodox People, and we are sponsored by Nomi Signs. Nomi Signs are yard signs for your life. Go to nomisigns.com and pick one out, put it in your yard, and be proud of all the ways that you care about life. Today we are talking about Nomi Food. Nomi Food. Nomi Signs, formerly known as Nomi Food. (laughs) Nomi Food is a food prep service that Amber and I started three months ago and is a failed business idea yes that we wanted to talk about yes and today we uh, are talking about that we have a an infant sitting in Amber's lap and so if you hear infant noises that's the reason why and also the reason why we haven't recorded a podcast in four or five months we've how many podcasts have we recorded in five months Five? <laughs> Maybe. A nut. This is Nomi Food. It's been a while. Yeah, Nomi Food take two, anyway. Oh, this is take two of Nomi Food. Okay. Yeah, we got 18 minutes in on the previous one, so we're going to try it. Try again to get through. Let's try it again. So, why? Uh, tell us why we started the, the company. We started the company Nomi Food uh, plant based meal prep because. Our friends basically asked us to. Yeah. What'd they say? Um, that we had a family over for dinner, good friends of ours, and the husband and wife were like, if you ever think about selling this food you make, mm. this delicious vegan plant-based food. Look at that. Customer out the box. Yes. Then we will definitely be customers. And so next week. I was making meals for one person. No, you skipped some stuff in there. Well, I was trying to keep the best, it. You skipped the best part. Oh. They said they would start. They would buy the food, and then you said, yeah, I don't think about it. I said, oh, yeah, maybe And then later in the meantime, on. I texted our friend and said, hey, are you down to be a beta customer this, this next weekend for mm-hmm. Monday? And I told you that we're cooking food for someone because we got our first customer. And you're like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we doing this. And then I got nervous, even though I may have made food for this person <laughs> 50 times. So the initial way that we, the initial thing that we thought was like, oh, we'll price. We did pricing based on kind of what the market, kind of what the market is for meals. And so these were 100% organic a lunch and dinner, lunch or dinner size portion. They're in a, pretty big. In a to-go container that yeah. you can pull out, heat up, and eat, right? Mm-hmm. So local, organic, gluten-free, which was, you know, we eat gluten, but we put gluten in there, or we t- took the gluten out there just because some people. There were several people, people hmm. I would say, from our customers that grew to six people, at least half of them preferred gluten-free. Got it. So kind of went with that. And how'd you come up with the name? Nomi. Nomi, I came up, I was trying to come up with something unique that was also kind of cute. And then I just started brainstorming a lot of different things. But then I thought, well, what kind of creatures do I like? Mm-hmm. You know, gnomes. And then you, you settled the on I the like. gnomes? Okay. Yeah, I like, I like gnomes. 
Um, Who doesn't? Yeah. And then I somehow got to know me, which kind of sounds like no meat, yummy. I just like the way it sounded. Mmm, nomi. No, mmm, nomi. Yeah, it's delicious. Nomi. Ooh, it's so So that's how I got to that. And then once you start saying the name, it grows on you. Yeah. Like now you like nomi, don't you? Yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, it's a no good name meat. for anything. I like that. Nomi, no meat. No meat, yummy. Mm-hmm. It's a little play on Gnomes words. Gnomes are cute. I've pictured like a gnome with a little chef hat. Yeah. He's like, in my mind, he's these secret little gnomes, like, make your vegan food. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, I made the first iteration of our logo, and it was a gnome with a chef hat. Yeah. It's hard, because I'm not good at that stuff, but... Uh, and like then Gnome Food is available that. as well. Dot com. Yeah, right? that also goes into naming your business. I don't want to... I want to pay $12 for a website. <laughs> I don't want to pay, you know... For something super popular. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about the spelling and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was surprised it was available. Nomi Food or Nomi? What I think even Nomi.com was available. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought it was dollars so, Yeah. It might not be that expensive because it's so cute. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I'm like, oh, no one's used that. You got one customer. So I got one customer. And your thought was, hey, I'm going to do meal prep. You're killing two birds with a stone. You're I was doing excited meal prep. about that part. You're cooking for other people. You're selling the food. But then you're also cooking for yourself. Yes, cooking for our family. Mm. Because we want to eat these same meals. But some nights, a lot of the nights, we're tired or we don't have the time. Not, we it's always not that have we don't have. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> not that we don't have the time. It's that we don't have have like a block of time to make dinner without interruptions from a baby and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's just a little too much to make dinner every night. So I thought, oh, I'll be meal prepping for us and that'll really help us with our goals and everything. And then I'll also be making money and blessing other people with these healthy, vibrant dishes. Yeah, so the first customer, what we wanted to do is get some some uh, feedback. Some feedback. So constructive criticism, feedback, yeah. portion size, price, value, uh, taste. Did this taste good? Mm-hmm. And we sold the meals for ten dollars a meal for four meal for five meals. We did five meals out the gate. Remember that? Yes, that was our first mistake. Fifty dollars for a week. Five meals, fifty dollars. And what we found due to our feedback after we got one and then two customers and then, you know, we asked some people that we thought might be interested and they were. And then one of our customers referred another customer. And then I asked some other people, you know, it's just kind of building in your power base, right? So when you're first starting out, you want to tap your power base with the products that you're selling or with the company that you're selling. Uh, Don't do this with a multi-level marketing company, but every other company, every other company you have that's legitimate, you can tap your power base and sell a product um, and most likely your friends will purchase your product if it's, you know, reasonable. Yeah. Right? And, and then as long as you're not selling a new car, that your or price should reflect that as well. Yeah. Your price should be typically we were like, let's sell it f- for what we think would be a, a, a reasonable price. Let's do five meals. Quickly learned that five meals is too many because during the week, most people maybe want to eat out one meal. Yeah. For lunch or for dinner. Mm-hmm. And too much food to finish. I think they we did. Ca- they had to catch up. I think right? we did five meals for two weeks. And I want to say by the third or fourth week, 
We then did four meals, but kept the price. And we had three customers at this point. Yeah, and kept the price at 50. Yeah. Which was cool. Oh, it's already like you raised the prices. That's and not true. We kept the price at $10 a meal. So we, oh, the we price did? went from 50 down to 40. It's been so long. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. So the price went down to 40. Well, bummer. We should have kept it at 50 then. <laughs> Let's meet. Yeah. And these are our friends too. So you're thinking, like, I don't want to, like, Overcharge my friends. Yeah, because we're, we're still trying, trying to, figure to figure out, it out what the price should be, and the feedback we got was that the food was amazing. I was so you did a really so good job affirming with like my gift of my gift and skill of yep. cooking. Yep, it was just affirming. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I really am really good at this. So we got aprons. We we I love you that. meal prepped. You were in charge of pretty much all the food. Design the planning the and planning, everything, the purchasing, the implementation, yeah. and I'm really here to you, the sauce boss. I'm really here to be the glue that kind of holds the company together with everything else. You know, whatever whatever it is, I kind of view myself as a jack of all trades. So yeah, in this particular business, I wanted to kind of do everything else that wasn't uh, central to the food, and you did but a really on good the job. Day of on the prep day, you were with me in the kitchen. All day, seven, all eight day. hours. And that's ultimately why this company, we stopped doing the company or why we say it failed, why we stopped. It was yeah. just too much cooking for one day for us yes. in our life stage. Yes. We just did it. Even when I told my custo- our customers that we were um, ceasing to operate, right? I was like, honestly, I don't want to spend my whole Sunday cooking. Jeez. I mean, it was a day your brother and sister were here during Thanksgiving, and we decided we were still going to meal prep on that Sunday for yeah, our customers. Yeah, I was glad we did that. And I like that they got to see it because then we got to see two other people's reactions to like, whoa. Yeah, you're doing a lot of work. You're doing a lot of work. Right. Like your brother, your brother said, that's a full day's work. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't really want to do that on a Sunday. We started to get, we started to get smart, and that's what you do with a company. You start to figure out different ways yeah. to do things. So we started to make kind of the sauces the day before on Saturday, mm-hmm. and it took maybe an hour or two hours. And that way, you're breaking up your Sunday from which is shocking that it takes two hours to make sauces. Yeah, but sauces for four meals. Everything is made lot. from scratch. Everything made from scratch. I yeah. learned a lot about that as well. I so, think that you gained more um, more respect with. For like what I do too, mm-hmm. not that you lack much more, much more appreciation. Yeah, for more just appreciation. How, how much goes into the cooking? Yeah, because that's you know your domain. And yeah, then you're like, what was that? What's your quote that you had about me and cooking? Oh, I said the only way I got you. I told I told a friend I was like I finally got Paige in the kitchen. All I had to do is start a business. <laughs> and you know I'm gonna be there if we're starting a business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was really one of the reasons I kept doing it a couple weeks longer after I wanted to really quit is because I liked being in the kitchen with you and I thought it was really fun to connect in that way. Yeah. It was like kind of busy and, mm-hmm. you know, running a business together. And I realized based on what you were saying that I would have loved to be like a chef in a previous life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said that you um, would have been a great chef. Not that you still could be, but, you know, the hours are a little rough. I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that you would absolutely love it, like the environment of the restaurant. You mean you've worked in restaurants. Yeah, if it's my personality. Yeah. 
uh, it's loud. There's a lot of hustle and bustle around. A lot yeah. of like, it's all chaotic, but it's all kind of like tame chaos, you know, yeah. getting the meals and out to people. And then if you're the chef, you're calling the shots. Yeah, you're bossing people around. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, you can give even me this, give me you that, can even yeah. like yell and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's acceptable, <laughs> right? You can like yell and make crude jokes and stuff. <laughs> the perfect atmosphere for <laughs> loud people. Yeah, um, so it was fun. It's probably. Do you feel like it was cool to like gain a little more finesse in the kitchen for you? Because at first you were asking me like very basic questions. Yeah. Oh, you remember the luf- lufaba? <laughs> the aquafaba. The aquafaba. It's like, what is an aquafaba? So we the crazy get- part about the recipes for the sauces is sometimes there would be a recipe in, in a the recipe. recipe. And it'd be in like, a recipe. It'd be like, add the aquafaba to this. And then... And then you're like, what's aquafaba? Yeah. So you're looking up a recipe and then you got to make that from scratch and you're like whisking <laughs> this egg whites, whatever they are, with not egg. What is Chickpea it? Chickpea liquid. <laughs> You're whisking chickpea liquid into. We were making that was the one of the greatest frothy recipe fails. We were trying to make <laughs> minimalist baker's vegan cornbread. Oh, and that it was, had aqua. It did not taste good. No, it didn't taste good. Yeah, and it took like two. <laughs> I think I messed up. That was the something. first week, Paige. <laughs> was it? You just were like, I was like, oh, I'm doing this recipe. You know, we would kind of go just sort of pick one out. Who's doing what? Like, all right, I'm going to tackle this. And you're like, all right, I'm going to tackle this cornbread. Yeah. Or maybe I told you to. Yeah. And then you were doing that aquafaba, and I was like, <laughs> It's so funny because the startup cost for our, this company was almost zero, right? Yeah. It's like 50 bucks. You get containers. Yeah. And then the customers are paying up front. And what I love about a food company is that people eat food. So it's easy to convince someone to buy the food because they're already eating food. They might already be eating out. And at yeah. the end, when we stopped, we had six customers. One of the customers had stopped their their food service that they got. I know. In order to start ours. I felt bad because I was only able to serve her for a week. And I'm like, well, <laughs> so the I gotta do. that's just how it works. So people are going to be disappointed and... So the biggest reason I think that what we realized the company didn't work was because it was oh my god we were at a breaking point where yeah. with one to two customers to three customers you can double you can double the meals single single servings and double servings for the meals and that, then even have some leftover and have some leftover by the time we had six customers <laughs> we were having to triple the servings and we didn't have the containers. For the, however many people it was. And it was I was just too, making a too stir much. fry and all the stuff is like two inches off of the pan. <laughs> I'm trying the... to stir <laughs> that General Tso's yeah. soy curls. Right. You try to, you're all the way at the, you're all the way at the top of the, the pan and stuff's like coming out. You had that cast iron skillet. It's like messed up. <laughs> and so we're right at the breaking we're point. We're right at the breaking point. It's like, yeah. okay, do we need to buy bigger stuff? Mm-hmm. Or invest more money. Invest more money in buying like more pans, pots and pans and stuff. And then and, think about going to a commercial kitchen. Right. Eventually. Which is $30 or, an hour. And it's cook. a real job. That means like that means like us leaving the house and mm-hmm. getting childcare and right. growing it even more because then you're paying. And that's a big thing for me cost. and a big thing for us is we don't want to sacrifice your ability to be with the kids. During the week, and if we were, if you had a yeah. full, if you had this job, you know, if you were doing this kind of full time, you wouldn't be able to provide 
Yeah, I don't want to. that you want to provide. Yeah, to the I kids, don't right? want to do that. I don't yeah. want a job. I don't want to sign up for something where I have to do it for 40 hours a week. Right. Which, I don't know. I think we were kind of heading in that direction, like in a positive mm-hmm. way. Like it was a really, I'm like, okay, we're on to something here. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that we could get 50 customers. I it mean, did seem like something where you had momentum, where you could have got the kind yeah. of customers that you needed to get. And the people, I had friends of friends that were like, oh, I'm waiting. Like, I'm waiting for you to give me the green light to right. go and tell more people. Like, I'm pumped, you know? Mm. So that wasn't going to, I don't think that was going to be a problem. I mean, maybe retaining customers down the line would be a problem. Right. And then in the last week, we eventually the last week raised raise the prices, prices yeah. from ten to twelve fifty a meal, which seems like a lot of money for a meal, but it's but it's not. <laughs> it's the meals. The meals were two portions for a, a small a light eater. Okay, I would say right. Probably yeah. We probably put a lot of food in there. Yeah. Too much food. But I want it to be. I wanted it to be like substantial. I didn't want it. I don't know, especially with vegan food. I don't want mm-hmm. people to be like, what is this, like two cucumbers in here? Right. Every meal, try to include a well-rounded meal. So you have yeah. protein in each meal. You have carbs in each meal. Yeah. What are the components that you tried to get into every uh, meal? Okay, every week, pretty much every week, we did a soup or two, some kind of soup or stew, a hearty salad that mm-hmm. would have, you know, beans or tofu and quinoa or sweet potatoes or something like that for the carb. Okay. Um, tempeh. Tempeh. Ooh, those tempeh meatballs. Oh, my gosh. We about... We're the, about- the fun stuff about running a business is all like the stuff in between, the mistakes you make. I know. That one of the weeks we're cooking five meals instead of four, and it yeah. just felt so overwhelming. It's like, there's so many meals, and you're like, wait, we got... We got too many meals. I was like, thank God we don't have to cook one I know, of those you meals. You and I were both like, I can't make the tempeh meatballs. I just can't make them. <laughs> They're not even that difficult. We both just had this mental block about this one <laughs> recipe. And then I did. I paid attention for a second. I was like, oh, wait. We're making too many recipes. Praise God. Initially, the desire to start Nomi Food and the desire to do that kind of thing all stems from the desire to like, be your own boss, call your own shots, you know, work hard, work something you're passionate about. But really the creativity that comes from being a business owner is really the stuff I love the most. You're like, I can do it this way. I can figure out ways to do stuff. And you're utilizing uh, creativity in ways that you haven't, you you don't utilize in your kind of day to day. Most of the the creative. Yeah. I like the creative outlet of a business thinking about how I'm going to put this week together. Like what's it going to look like? And And most of the time I would say it's very easy to start companies nowadays. We got all the products that we needed from Amazon, right? You got all the containers that you needed from Amazon. Oh yeah. Order everything on Amazon. Yeah. And that's something too. Like you got (laughs) to order the groceries online. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You have to leave your house to run a business. They all come. And then we had the people come pick up the food at our house. They're all our friends. And so that was easy. Cause we're too small of operation to be like running around town. Delivering food. That wouldn't make any sense. Just like the amount of food we had in our fridge. Just maxed oh, out. Oh, we, yeah, we were at packed. the point that we needed larger pans and we probably need a second fridge. Think about it. You're cooking for six, seven, eight plus two, one kid, nine, 
You're cooking for nine. You have food for nine adult, eight adults and one child. In and your you're fridge. making it for the whole week. <laughs> right. Your meal prep for the week. Yeah. And it's all like <laughs> not fancy meals, but it's all like kind of complicated things with a lot of ingredients. It just didn't it just didn't work. And that's OK. Oh, I was going to say when we first started, a few people asked us like, oh, were you going to um, basically do it the legal way hmm, yeah we're right. like no honey <laughs> did they ask that a couple of people did <laughs> oh like it just like sanctioned oh by the yeah, government. yeah 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 right. get sanctioned by the government or do can you even cook in your kitchen and serve people that's what keep that kind of stuff keeps you from not starting a business yeah what well, if we would have done all that the government what if we would have done all that put a thousand dollars into or however much it cost into getting this commercial kitchen space and registering our business and this and that. Yeah, you got to become just an LLC. Little, you got to do Just all to this do stuff. this trial. Ugh. Money. It's called I mean, a can sunk you imagine? Right. And then you're kind of committed and then you decide, oh, I don't like this. Like we figured out. We don't like it. Yeah, how much money do you spend doing it? That's why I recommend just kind of doing stuff on the table initially. Yeah. Until you're selling food in this instance to people that aren't your friends. Yeah, we were, we went as far as friends of friends. But we weren't doing any sort of advertising or anything. And I told the people up front, just so you know, this is beta mode and this is food I'm making in my kitchen. Yeah. You know, so be up front if you're going to start something yeah. like that. So for the people that don't understand what beta means, like alpha is in the development world, software development world, like a product that isn't released to the customers. Beta is like a, a first release to the customers that still has like bugs and kinks in it. And then the product just goes out of beta, and then it's like a full release. So we were in beta. Like, we had a product that we were selling to customers, but it may, maybe still had some bugs, right? Different prices. Yeah. Maybe the food didn't taste great, even though it always did. But there were some meals that we cooked in there that might yeah, not have been as good. Yeah, there was a couple of were And you're getting great. feedback from friends. They're loving it because they're getting food from yeah. you. They're helping you out. You're loving it because you're making money. Um, and it's just really cool to be able to do that. Yeah. And it's sad that... It, it's not something that, you know, we both felt that we could do long term. But that's one thing I would encourage if you're listening to this and you're thinking, ah, you know, I'd like to start a company doing X, Y, Z. I'd like mm-hmm. to be a coach. I'd like to do this. I like that. I like to do that. You can start it and then stop it. That's OK. You can start and then stop. Mm-hmm. And if you just want to try it out with, you know, friends or friends of friends, you don't have to get all the for a lot of things. You don't need to get all the certifications. It doesn't have to be prepared 100 percent. doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of an example other than like being a coach right now. But if you want to be a financial coach, you can just ask your friend like, hey, can I coach you? And then just put together a plan and then ask another friend and you're doing stuff for free. And all of a sudden you have two customers and they have reviews. Yeah, and see if you even like it. We didn't have a website. I mean, we had a website for Nomi Foods. And I think it's still still up. We still have it. Yeah. But it didn't have to do anything. It's more like a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's got something to say. She about wants them. to. She wants to be on the mic. I like Our little seven-month-old here. I like vegan food. And so it's just an exciting. <laughs> it's just an exciting, fun thing to do that. Uh, that we wanted to share. What, what do you have? Any other like? Um, any other learnings or thoughts that you think would be interesting? Um, I learned which goes along with why we don't do it anymore. Wow, it was way more work than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Just to, you think, oh, you're just cooking for a couple extra people. And then even six people, it's like, oh, that's not going to be that big a deal. Like, you were like, just double the recipe. And then we're like, just triple the recipe. And it's 
so much work. Yeah, it's so much work. Uh, so that would be the biggest thing I learned. I'm like, oh, this is this is a job. <laughs> and then I love I love food so much, and I love cooking. I'm passionate about plant based nutrition but and all that. You said to me a lot that you but hate then it cooking. Was, okay. I should. I don't love cooking. Okay. You're right. Well, I don't know why you said that. I don't know why I said that either. You love the thought of cooking. Yeah, I love the thought of. Okay, I love picking out recipes <laughs> and thinking, mm, "That's gonna be good." <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that, but then the actual. All right, let's make it. I'd rather have a personal chef, to be honest. I, I think, want someone doing what I was doing for me. I think the cooking is no big deal, but it's like when I started making beer, the cleanup is just as awful. Oh. So, I mean, if you never have to clean up anything, I feel like cooking and making things dirty and stuff is no big deal. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. So you don't true. need a professional cook. You need a professional dishwasher, which I guess that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. There's no way I'd be doing it without your your cleaning up that you did. Oh, so much cleaning. So much water. Each week, it's like cleaning the kitchen three times. Yeah, because you'd use one pan to do something, but then you got to clean the pan and put oh, more food out. Oh, we gotta cook Hurry some chickpeas up. on the, in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> now we gotta roast some soy curls. Oh. <laughs> I tried to push through because I know I'm the type of person that quits something after two weeks. You know that about yourself. Yeah. Okay. I'm almost 34. So we didn't quit after, it was what, we six weeks? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. We did it for almost two months. Okay. And then we quit. Because I kept feeling the same way every week. I'm like, ugh. I would have dreading to, this. Uh, I would dread it because you would be dreading it. And so you'd be complaining about <laughs> it. And I would have to convince you to cook. <laughs> okay. What but it nightmare. was not good. Sunday is like Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's true. It's hectic. Yeah. You can't worship God and be I cooking mean, in the and kitchen. the kids are like wanting our attention and wanting to play and hang out. Right. It's just, it would, I feel like that kind of thing would work if it was like you took a Monday off of work, which this would never be realistic, but you do it on like a Monday or something. Right. Not on the weekend. Yeah. Probably more realistic if you're doing it full time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm working full time in another company, trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And then on the weekends, one of the wet days on the weekend, we're spending all day cooking food for other people. So, so pivot, uh, no me yard signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I learned. I do not want to run a business with a physical product that I have to make and deliver on demand forever or like a storefront mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. I want to do something on the internet. Okay. So like a tech product right. or something like the yard signs where I don't, I mean, I'm still in the brainstorming phase of that, but um, I can design it and run the company from the computer, but somebody else is making these things. Ooh, yeah. I don't want to make, I don't want to make the yard signs. You want to be the brains behind the brawn. No, I just... Okay, so we had a couple over for dinner and the woman, she started this little clothing boutique company Mm -hmm. and she had already made... Do you want to plug it? Do you remember what it is? Ladybird ATX. Ladybirdatx.com. Ladybird ATX and she does like minimalist um, wardrobe. That's not what it's called. It's a capsule. Capsule. Capsule wardrobe. Capsule wardrobe. 
pieces. Which basically means you buy all the pieces you need to have a... To make a bunch of outfits. To make outfits. But it is a minimalist thing, I yeah. thought. Okay. I don't know if it is. Whatever. Right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm wearing... I ain't wearing that right now. But her, her stuff looked really cute. And I like the idea. And she had just launched. And she had already made... She had already sold X amount. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, we need to sell something like that. Yeah. I don't want to sell clothes, but necessarily, but I'm like, we're out here trying to make food. Yeah, it's way too much. It's like, too she's much. not knitting the, the she's yeah, not she's sewing not making and the clothes. Clo- <laughs> clothing. Yeah. So I could resell it. something or sell something on Etsy that's like a resale thing or someone right. else making it. Anyways, I am not passionate enough. I'm not going, I don't want to be the one whipping up the sauces. I have a lot of respect. I have a lot of respect for the people that do that. That get products in grocery stores and oh, stuff. I'm like, yeah. dang. Time, time, time. Yeah, so much time. Salsa or whatever. Okay, so I want to put it. I want to pass the torch uh, ooh, okay. <laughs> to yeah. you. So, what did you learn, or what was your kind of takeaway from all this whole experience? Um, my takeaway is our personalities and the business. So I yeah. am an, a doer. I'm mm-hmm. someone that's like, you were like, oh, I want to start a food company. I'm like, all right, let's yeah. start. You know, I'll get the stuff, buy the website, start with the logo. Like, I'll, I'm a doer. And you're you a dream- like buying stuff. And you're a dreamer <laughs> slash creative. So you're not doing anything by yourself without me helping you or pushing you. But yeah. once I'm doing it, you're like able to come in. Yeah. That's- it's not that I'm incapable. That makes it sound like I can't do anything by myself. And we have some sort of codependency. But as you start, might be starting a business, starting a business. So yeah, you know what? I'm willing to admit that. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I think I could probably do something like write a book by myself. Like you show up, but for the I podcast, don't think I can. Like the pre, you're, you're like the Britney Spears. Like you show up, you sit down. And I'm just, not getting all this set up. <laughs> no. Like I'd get to the part where you got to download Garage Band. <laughs> I get to the part where you got to enter a password, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, we, uh, we, we just going to be drinking beer on the couch this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That sounds more like lazy. It's not lazy. It's just that's not my strong point, like right. putting together companies. Right, yeah. I'm not Barbara yeah. from Shark Tank. <laughs> so that was one takeaway. It's like I am able to. I want to start doing something immediately based mm-hmm. on the idea. Yeah. And even the ideas that you have, I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then you're like, well, maybe I'll think about it a little I'm bit like, longer. I told you about the sign thing. I had some cool ideas to put on yard signs. And you're like, all right, design one. Let's put it up. And I was like, mm, <laughs> Yeah, you can't even do this. <laughs> I was just kind of saying that out loud. You can lead a horse to water. I even gave you the... A computer with Photoshop ready to roll. Yeah, and then I clicked on the if photo, and it was like, oh, you got to make some other layer first. And I was like, no. <laughs> I don't want to learn to Photoshop. <laughs> I don't. Problem. That's I a just, problem, yeah. I want to write a poem. Mm-hmm. About it, yeah. Yeah, about Photoshop. So the takeaways are that... Um, my takeaways is you start a company, it fails, it's easy, you're on to the next thing. You iterate, you change up the process, the things you need to do. It doesn't have to be perfect, you know? No, and do things that aren't, what do they say? Do things that aren't sustainable? Scalable. Scalable. Yeah. Yeah. So we're cooking in our kitchen. It wasn't scalable. Not scalable at all. 
and I mean, you learn a lot from doing that stuff. Yeah. And we made money along the way. You might not be able to start a company, make money initially, but you're going to sink some money into to it, but yeah. it's worth it. It's worth that money that it you spend to, to try to see if you can do it. It was something to do, too. I did like that. Yeah. It's like every Sunday we cooked together. Yeah. And now we got the aprons hanging in the I use them. Closet. Hey, I'm not re- we're not retired. <laughs> We retired aprons. We don't cook. We, we don't sold, cook at all we anymore. We sold our company for forty bucks and we retired. Yeah. I think that's yeah. I think it's good. Happy we started it. Yeah. And now, I'm happy we tried it. If anyone is interested in acquiring NomiFoods.com, hit yeah, me up. Yeah. Sell to you for a low two-figure sum. I'm taking two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Who wants it? <laughs> Go once. We are unorthodox people, and we live at unorthodoxpeople.com. See ya. See ya.